Hello and welcome. I'm your host, Lisa Opal. Now close the door and tune out the noise, because we're about to get deep and dirty. Hi and welcome to another episode of Deep and Dirty. I'm your host, Lisa Opal, and today I have the recording of live Instagram with the wonderful Muriel Haas. We are discussing all things related to getting out of our minds and into our bodies, how a dysregulated nervous system can stop us feeling all the feels and truly being present in our bodies, the meaning of shadow work, reconnecting with our body and stripping away all the influences we've learned over the years in order to truly be ourselves. It sounds like witchcraft and sorcery, but trust me, it's not. And it starts with a little small talk about some pretty personal stuff. Enjoy. Where are you actually from? I was going to say I am from Germany. But, ah! I, but I can't. I can't do it in German, I think. No? No, because it's like, it's, it's so far from, like, I only speak English and I only work in English. Oh, yeah. So, and I was trained in, I was trained in English, so I feel like I don't even have the vocabulary. Yeah, no, I understand. I, I tried, but then I, I, when I do it in my work and then I mix in the English and then I feel stupid myself, you know, when I can't really speak my mother tongue um, mm. and bring in all of these English phrases and then I sound a bit like, a, you know, like a... Oh God, we lost it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm exactly the same. I'm exactly the same. Like, I could not do what I do in no. German, although I'm German. So, so you yes. only work in English as well? Work in English, yeah. But I grew up in Portugal. I was raised English speaking, and then I studied in England. And I don't know. I feel like there are so many more words in this area, in this realm, uh, for all the things that we're doing. Totally. I don't know. And they sound sexier too. They do sound sexier, and I also (laughs) feel like there's. um, I have a lot of connotations around certain words Mm. in the German language, you Mm. know that are connected to sexuality and pleasure, for example, I wouldn't be able to, I, I don't remember the last time I had sex in German, you know? Same. That I could like talk about my desires and my boundaries in German. Ugh, you know? Strange, yeah. right? Ah. But I mean, like in Germany, people have sex too. What do they do? <laughs> I know they probably have less issues with that or they don't talk, you know? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> But I was, I'm actually really interested in exploring that and like speaking to, to Germans about like, how do they, how's dirty talk in German? You know, because I have, I, I have zero idea. I had a German ex-boyfriend. I made him speak English during sex, you know? <laughs> it, I don't know. It rolls off the tongue better. And yeah. Yeah. I feel you so much. So, but I, I would be super curious to like hear what what are people saying you know what's the conversation and like yeah i get asked a lot to write in german uh we'll do a little intro we'll start in a minute but um i get asked a lot to write in german and oof yeah i mean i mean yeah no i can't there are just certain words that sound powerful in English and you translate them even if you adapt them it's so hard yeah I mean I'm, I'm gonna try but it's still it's so difficult to use certain words and like you said connotations the subtext the reading between the lines yeah. it's so That's... different in German yes totally but then let's do it let's dive in um I always go for about a half hour I feel like that's a, a safe boundary to have to keep it nice and short so 
Hi. For everybody watching, um, Muriel and I, we've met over the field platform where we are both teachers. Uh, for anybody interested, just look for Feel App or Feel Women, Instagram or online. And I am super excited to have you in this little chat with me because my backstory is going from lots of pleasure to no pleasure all of a sudden and painstakingly finding my way back and for me my biggest problem was my mind so i needed to arouse my mind again i managed to do it with erotic literature and i'm very focused on making it as realistic as possible so all those funny and awkward and hilarious moments that can happen i write about and um, that was my first step my second step was my body and this is where you come in and I feel like nowadays it is not known enough all the things that we can be doing, not should be doing. I'm very hesitant because it feels like we should be doing so many things, particularly as women. Uh, I'm a mum. I feel like there is just this ongoing to-do list in my brain that I need to cancel. And what I love about what you do is how you feel you are in your body everything you do is focused on your body so could you give us a short in a nutshell of what you do and then we'll dive right into the nitty-gritty yes i would love that so what i do is basically i guide women into their bodies into reclaiming the wisdom of their bodies into reclaiming their sexual nature and the connection to their sexual energy and um and rediscovering their body sovereignty. Um, very much working with the nervous system and with trauma and releasing anything that is holding you back from being in your full and powerful expression, um, which for me happens when we inhabit the body, when we embody what we wanna create in the world. Um, and so that for me happens when we get out of the mind and clear everything that is there, all of the chatter and all of the limiting beliefs, but we clear it somatically because we can do a lot of talk therapy and I've done that for many, many years. And for a lot of people that doesn't create the big shifts, but what does is getting into the body, into the body and somatically releasing what is there to then really embody your full power. And so somatics, that's something I don't think lots of people know about. What do you mean concretely what do you do um how does it feel how can we imagine reclaiming our bodies i feel like i want to say dance it's something where we still have a lot of hesitations how do you i know a lot of workshops people come in and they're very awkward and they don't know what to do and enough of us have been raised to feel awkward within our bodies so how exactly do you do something like that mm. Sounds like witchcraft. Yeah, uh, yeah, and, and, and it can be in the beginning. You know, the thing is what we need to cultivate is, is somatic awareness, is, some, is awareness for what is happening within our body. Um, so being able to feel the sensations, the like tingling, the tension, the contraction, the expansion, the heat, the different textures that we can feel in our body. And that is something that a lot of us are very disconnected from, especially when we're in our mind a lot. And that is also when we feel awkward in these kind of situations, because it's what's going on in our mind is like fear of judgment. What are they going to think? What's going to happen if I like 
if I look weird when I move my body, you know, this is all happening up here. So the idea really is to find ways to drop down into the body. And that is a, that for most people, it's a bit of a longer journey because we need to first release all of these fears and all of the shame and the guilt and all of the ideas that we have about how we need to look and behave and show up and be social. And, and then we learn to get into the body. And um, one of my favorite tools is doing a body scan. Like that's what I, when I guide my clients into their bodies, we usually start with a body scan because I like go through all of the different parts of their bodies and they can explore like, okay, what am I feeling here? What is alive in my body? And the more we get this sensation of what is actually present in my body, not what am I thinking, but like, how does the back of my knee feel right now? And can I relax a bit more into that while maybe engaging my pelvic floor? Um, the more we get an awareness for what is happening within, the more pleasure we can feel, the more we can work with pain and feel our emotions. And there's like a million benefits to that. But I feel like the starting point is to, to first become aware of what is actually happening within. Do you feel that in everyday life, people give any time or awareness to their bodies? I would imagine not. Um, I feel like I live in a bubble here where there's probably more so the case, but I would say generally speaking, people don't do that. Like the, I feel like the common theme is that we, we manifest physical illnesses and disease and we will eventually feel that something is going on in our body but we only notice when it's really fucking loud, when, mm. when the injury is already there, when the pain is so strong, when we get so ill so often that we can't work anymore, that our body is like shut down. But the, the subtleties, the, the little voices and the whispers of the body, we don't create enough space to hear that. And if we did, things would, things would shift. But I feel like that's not happening enough yet. And so what, what happens what kind of things uh, I know you do a lot of shadow work I think or shadow integration I believe a lot of us when I was going through my own process healing journey it's all these buzzwords that nowadays I feel have wrong connotations everybody's on a journey and everybody's going through a healing process and at the end of the day you can give any connotation you like but I feel everybody should be doing it because when I became a mum that was the first time I actually said hold on a second who am I what do I want what do I feel it was incredibly overwhelming and I feel like not enough people start this soon enough what kind of things can arise because I know I know many people are afraid of what will happen what will arise what will happen if i listen to whispers and what if i do start thinking about my body and the trauma and anything else that's going on inside what happens to our body when we go through this almost transformational metamorphosis and what can it lead us to mm. what are our what's our hope i guess because we thrive on hope um and that's what makes the process it's not an aim and objective, but it makes the process possibly a little easier for everybody. Yes, I love that question. And for me, what comes at the end to, to already mention that is, is liberation. 
and expansion. And that's why I do this work because um, it's, for me, this journey is a lot about unbecoming everything we're not to like fully own and become who we are in our fullest expression, you know, which is like first the liberation, like letting go, releasing, and then to really blossom in our power. And so obviously this idea of like, fuck, like looking at what's happening in my body and allowing myself to feel can be really scary because for a lot of people feeling and spending time with oneself can feel really fucking scary. You know, and that is usually due to trauma. And even if it's developmental trauma, that could can be as small as like, oh, my parents didn't give me enough attention in that one moment. You know, that for a child um, in the, the important age groups, like can be super traumatic. And as an adult that might come up and your body might, might start to whisper and it can get loud and louder and it can feel scary and overwhelming when the, when the physical sensations arise. You know, and you suddenly have to deal with the dysregulation of your nervous system when there's anxiety coming up as you're relating with someone or some situation triggers you back into that state and suddenly you're feeling palpitations or you're having gut issues and all of these physical symptoms come up that are a manifestation of the energy is stuck from, from past situations. So it can feel scary. Um, and the beauty is when we then create this space to feel and we ideally get support from people who can hold us initially in this until we can hold ourselves, it is the most liberating and most beautiful process and unfolding and unraveling of our being because all of these things that, that manifest in the body, that's not our essence, you know, that is the things that happen to us or for us that, that left some sort of imprint on us, but it's not us in our full power. And when we look at that and we create space for that and loving compassion, this liberation is so freeing and so beautiful. And from there we can blossom and we can expand. And I think that is, you know, where we step into our power. I feel there's also, I went to a womb workshop recently and this, I'm going to, I'm going to use a word that lots of people might not understand. I didn't understand it. I'm the first to admit it. A sacred energy. Mm -hmm. Like we revert everything that you just said. It just makes me think we're all kind of existing outside of ourselves. The majority of the time, it's like, we're just walking along beside our body and, and accompanying whatever is happening to us. And I feel like we enter a sacred energy. We go back to the essence of our being and that energy is so powerful. When, when I finally started and it was so difficult, it was incredibly difficult. And, you know, the, <laughs> there was a fantastic saying that I was repeating in my head, uh, you can only start healing when you realize you're not broken. Mm. So that whole, the energy is always there, but there, it feels like a building collapses on you and you have to kind of bury or dig yourself out or, or move all these pieces for yourself. And the sacred energy, it's, I know you work a lot with intuition mm. as well. Mm. I, I feel like we've lost our intuition, our gut feeling, how often I reprimand myself for thinking, oh, 
my first instinct was to, <laughs> and here I am doing what my brain then figured out by overthinking or underthinking. How do you work with, these are words that I like to mention because they've disappeared from our vocabulary or female embodiment, emotional alchemy. I know I'd love to pick that up in a minute as well. Uh, shadow work, all these words, they are omnipresent in so many cultures and other countries and we've lost it in our mm -hmm. society so something like intuition tell me more <laughs> yeah honestly i feel like this is such a beautiful thing and i think for intuition and cultivating intuition coming back to our intuitive powers is such an important part of this this female empowerment female embodiment work because the more we come into our bodies um the more we drop out of the mind and start listening to the body and the more we as women connect to our womb and our pussy and our menstrual cycle and our sexual energy, the more space we create for that and the more we start to listen um, in movement or in stillness, the more we can start to get in touch with this superpower that we have that is our intuition, that is like this little voice that is so still and peaceful and clear and um, not affected by fear or trauma, um, which can also be like a little voice that comes in, but it's, it's subtle and it's, you know, it's a knowing. And I feel like the more we connect with our feminine essence, the more we can acknowledge this knowing as a knowing and as this like guiding force. Mm, absolutely. And that is just so beautiful. It is. What I, the conversations I have a lot doing what I do, Erotic literature I use as a tool to inspire, to enlighten, to motivate. And so often I get the question, but how can I get out of my head during sex, right? And it is such a oh, finger in the wound question because there is just so much more to getting out of your head uh, it's not just about getting out of your head it's filling your head with the right things to start with and then getting into your body so when you're working with people do you often have the impression that they're still going ah oh, yes now mural said i need to do this and do this but they're still here they're still stuck here because i feel like this is the point especially when we're experiencing pleasure because i hate the word sex to be honest with you when we're experiencing pleasure it is still when when i have sex let's just say as it is i'm gone I do not think about anything. I think, honestly, that is the only time that my brain switches off. I'm a radical overthinker. It is the only time it switches off. But that, that dropping into the body, I feel like so often people that are experiencing pleasure, they're still going, yes, yes, and then I'm going to do this, and then I'm going to do that, instead of just doing it. Yeah. But do you see that sometimes? And do you, can we, can we focus ourselves or change our energy or... How does that work? Mm -hmm. Yeah, first of all, I love that for you. That's amazing. <laughs> I love <Yes>. it too. <laughs> Thank you. And second of all, yes, I feel like that's, it's a very big theme, you know, the getting into the head while we're experiencing pleasure or maybe not even experiencing pleasure, but having sex. And, you know, this, this idea of being able to drop into the 
into the body and out of the mind, we need to cultivate that for a while. Like if you think about it, we, we came into the world and we were very much in our bodies and then we were taught to get into our mind and we're all about doing, doing, doing and our worth is connected to the output of our mind. So the majority of our life, we've probably learned that we need to be in the mind and so we need to unlearn that um, and, and, and release that at least for the moments where we don't want to be in our mind and learn to be in the body. And that takes practice mm. and that takes dedication. Um, and embodiment is about practice. So it's really about devotion and discipline to show up for yourself and create this space to get into your body. Cause we can talk about all of these things and I can give you all of the tools and you can think, Oh, they sound really great. And I'm sure if I do that, I'll, you know, but if you don't create the space to get into the body, it's never going to happen. So I would say the whole thing needs to start before you have sex. And then while you're there, you, you need to have the tools, you know, and everyone has um, what works for them. And that's what I love to do with my clients. I give them a bunch of tools that they can try out. And then for some people, it's like they connect with their breath you know, and then that helps them to get into their bodies. Other people can communicate with their partner and be like, hey, um, I'm, I'm in my head a bit. Can we, you know, can you, can you spank me for a moment? Or like whatever, whatever works, you know, um, and finding your tools to, to get into that. And obviously first having the awareness and then being like, okay, let's, let's get out of this. And you see, you're saying all the things that nobody wants to hear. Nobody mm. wants to hear that it takes work nobody wants to hear there's a big portion of self-love involved in all of that and self-worth mm -hmm. and uh, all those other kind of things but these are the things that people have to hear and people have to hear that it starts with you and that it's not the other person and uh, all these encounters are never going to be what you want them to be if you don't start with yourself and you don't make it a regular occurrence. Everybody wants the quick fix. Everyone wants the pill. Everybody wants it's not going to work. It is a daily practice. So yeah. yeah. Uh, sorry to anybody who doesn't want to yeah. hear that. But Yeah. Sorry. It might be a hard pill to swallow, but yeah. Yeah. It, it, it takes longer and a lot more practice. And so tell me, so you're an Ibiza. Mm -hmm. Amazing. Yeah. Um, and do you do, so you do workshops or tell me what, how do you work? Mm. So I work a lot um, in one-on-one -on -one containers um, over one month, three months, six months. So um, longer, longer journeys. But I also do one-off somatic release sessions or something called the Empower Hour where we deep dive into one topic. Um, and I work on retreats um, and like longer containers for groups, which is amazing because it's very much like then tailored to the theme of the retreat. And then we dive into the body, you know, and see what kind of topics we want to go into that's great sounds like lots of people need to be booking some holidays but it's all um for what it's all in ibiza yeah see sometimes german words just work better than english words you know love it um, in situ it's all in ibiza and then obviously in retreats if you're somewhere else no, it's actually, it's, it's a lot ah, online as well. So Ibiza is great for retreats. And then the one-on-one -on -one work is often online as well, which is beautiful. And I love that because that, I feel like, like all these topics, um, I, I have a problem with self-help stuff. Um, I, 
I like being held accountable. That's why mm -hmm. I go to the gym. Like I could do the majority of my stuff by just going out jogging or like doing my exercises on the floor. But by going to the gym, I hold myself accountable. It's somewhere where I have to go. And I feel the, to the topic of sex, pleasure, uh, understanding our body, being in our body, it's something, ah, uh, you know, when I'm falling asleep, I'll, I'll think about it. Yeah. Or, you know, in the morning when I'm brushing my teeth, I'll do some squats or, you know, that's, that's good enough. Right. Yeah. Um, and I love that it's something that we proactively do and we're in this bubble, but the thing is mm -hmm. so many people are not, that's why these conversations that we're having are so important because when people know I need help I I don't know what to do anymore it's looking like divorce or it's looking like breaking up or it's you know it's all these things I have enough mums particularly that say to me you know I'm just I'm overwhelmed I have so much trauma in my body because I birthed a child uh, I have so much emotional trauma coming up from my childhood because suddenly I'm having to parent and nobody teaches you how to parent or I'm in a relationship and nobody taught us how to be in a relationship and all these things you don't have a go-to you're you're not you don't know that people like you exist so I am so grateful for what you do and I'm grateful that you hold space and that people can turn to somebody with these problems that seem like unreal problems because if we have mental health problems we see a therapist if we have physical problems we go to a doctor but luckily there's this whole new realm opening up that we can go to doctors of our soul as well yes. because at the end of the day we need all these areas to be treated so thank you for that just in the middle of it um but what i would like to uh, ask maybe to to round it off uh being a woman women's topics um when you work with women what do you notice are sort of the the barriers or the blockers or where you realize because the reason for this question is i feel like a lot of women don't know the words the vocabulary the what is my problem it's not a problem but what is it that i'm concerned with or what areas am i looking at right now because these are the things that women need in order to say i'm looking to process heal uh, explore so what are the kind of topics or issues they're also negative but you know what i mean that um you work with mm -hmm. yeah um, I feel like a lot of challenges come from women being in their heads and and living in this very masculine world where it is a lot about doing and they're very disconnected from their feminine nature, very disconnected from their body, um, very disconnected from, from their intuition and from the ability to just be um, and and rest and flow and surrender and receive and feel. Um, I feel like feeling is something um, to bring in the world of um, emotional alchemy is something that is challenging for a lot of people, not just women, but talking about women now, it's like 
we need to learn to feel and especially if we've experienced trauma which a lot of women have experienced sexual trauma especially you know that could be minor incidences that can be um really really challenging big things and so that sits in the body and that stops us from experiencing pleasure and it stops us from being in our power and it stops us from sh expressing ourselves and, and unfreezing our voice. And so there's a lot that happens in the nervous system that, that you know, I see in my clients that needs to be addressed, um, where, which is very much all connected to, to being a woman in this world and having grown up with certain conditioning around the good girl, for example, is obviously a very big one. You know, the, the people pleaser, um, the one that always says yes, um, and then overrides her own boundaries and all of this is obviously a big one for a lot of us. And that is that we need to work with the nervous system for, you know? And then relationship struggles, which is also connected to what have we, seen in with our primary caregivers and um there's just a lot of um i want to say things that need to be released that are not mm -hmm. like your essence you know um and a lot of women that are just playing really really small even though they're fucking incredible you know and i see their power and i see their magnificence but they're in this, this like tiny box you know and as soon and I, that's what i love about my sessions um, as soon as they get into their body and they get into their pleasure, you know, and they create this space to be with their sexual energy, they fucking blossom, you know, and they're like, they walk out of there and they're like, yes, here I am. Oh, and that's, oh, I just <laughs> fucking love that, you know, that is what we need because we need more women in their power. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, I literally, I've got goosebumps from head to my toes right now. It's incredible because I just, oh, I also feel like women heal women. This is like this topic for me at the moment. It's, we've lost touch with that. Like Western society, it became so competitive, so monstrous. And I just, I, I feel now more than ever, women need yeah. women. Yeah. it's it's just it's yeah honestly i was just speaking to a friend about that yesterday this like sense of belonging that we can experience and feel when we are with women you know even just by being with each other and feeling this unconditional love and support for each other this is like it's coming home really but coming home to the most beautiful home and it's um it's so healing just to be in that amongst women and create this for oneself and for each other is oof. and i always say lots of people think i'm crazy i'm super cool with people thinking i'm crazy i love it i'm weird but lovable that's what i call myself and these women's circles um our work all this work call us crazy but this is just the beginning this is this is the hard bit because this is the beginning of that wheel turning that sexual revolution that took place way back then that was one part but this is a whole new part and i am so glad that we have rediscovered these words these words that will move us along these words that will help women rediscover 
that energy and i mean you said it there is nothing more powerful than a room full of women coming into their own and sharing and crying and screaming and laughing and dancing and singing and oh, oh. yes <laughs> it's just beautiful it's, it's incredible yeah, yeah. absolutely yeah. Oh my God. Well, I'm inspired. I am motivated. I am elated. I am so, so happy. Um, is there something finally you would like to share? Would you like to mention your webpage again, please? So that when this podcast is out, that everybody hears it loud and clear and how we can find you and how we can book you immediately. Yeah, that's amazing. So I think the best way to find me is on my Instagram, which is Muriel. C-H-A-A-S. Um, and my website is linked there and my offerings are linked there. And my DMs are always open um, for any sort of inquiries and questions and work requests. So feel free to find me there. Amazing. And I will put all the information in the comments of this live i will put it in the podcast as well and i am just so so grateful thank you so much for your time for anybody who is joining now uh yep i will post this i will share it in the podcast like i just said do we have any questions i know i'm all i'm always so bad i love deep talks and i never look if there were any questions or comments or anything oh uh, we've got yes love you we love you we've got a thank you you are so welcome go all of you for joining and otherwise i'm not sure i can see anything else oh we've had some fabulous people joining as well lots of people i love okay oh. well if there are no more questions muriel thank you so so much oh thank you so much for having me that was so fun i feel like my, i'm just smiling me too. i'm just so inspired and just like happy and oh beautiful me too <laughs> glowing yes thank you so much Thank have you. a lovely evening. I'm going to go and have a little boogie. I feel like, oh, and you inspired me with murder on the dance floor. Oh, yes, yes, <laughs> um, yes. On repeat right now. <laughs> yes. I danced it with my kids. They loved it. So, it's so, so good. good. So yeah, good. we'll do the same now. That sounds good. All right. Um, Thank you so much. Have amazing. a lovely evening. Thank you. You too. Take care. Ciao. Ciao. <laughs> Did you enjoy that? Do you want more? Find me on Instagram on Please Pinch Me Hard or visit my page pleasepinchmehard.com or dive straight into some short naughty stories with my book, Give It To Me, available on Amazon and as an audiobook on Spotify, read by me, of course. Stay naughty, my loves. Yours, Lisa Opal from Deep and Dirty.